0: In the not too distant
1: future Happy Thanksgiving from Newsaz.com And welcome to this special episode of Best of Fives This is the Best of Fives MST3K edition I am Matt, I am joined by my wife Christy I am Christy <laughs> We've picked MST3K for a couple reasons One, we wanted to do a some kind of Thanksgiving Day themed episode Now, on the surface it probably doesn't seem like a Thanksgiving Day themed episode In a sense, but what inspired this was kind of two things. One, uh, MST3K, or I should say Joel Hodgson, is in the midst of his Kickstarter trying to reboot MST3K. And part of that is they are doing, once again, their annual Turkey Day marathon, which takes place every Thanksgiving. So... With that inspiration of the their Thanksgiving Day tradition of playing the best episodes of MST3K, we thought we'd start the morning off with our five favorite MST3Ks, uh, moments or whatever you want to call them, things inspired or because of the show, to kind of launch our Thanksgiving Day with before we start cooking and putting the Turkey Day Marathon on ourselves and enjoying the holiday. And,
2: and the parade whatnot, and, and the,
1: the, the dog show. That's true. All that. So I don't know if this will be a new tradition, although I will say... And we'll say, I I made this list off the top of my head, and my strongest memories of MST3K are the Joel Hodgson years, because that was what I had watched the most. Actually, I had moved out of the country just when Mike Nelson took over and didn't get to see those till later in life, I guess you'd say. So we could go back and do—I could at least go back and do the best five Mike moments and then maybe even— the best five Servo, best five Crow, and who knows? Maybe this time next year, the best five of the new new ones. So we could potentially make this a tradition. I'm not saying we will. Just saying the possibility is there.
2: But there aren't a lot of turkey-themed things. So right. The plan- we may have to go with whatever string we can go with. The plan
1: B was watching and reviewing the After MASH holiday or After MASH Thanksgiving Day episode, which oh God. this is, much, a, I think, a much better idea.
2: Yeah, because I think that's the one with the arms and the limbs in the water.
1: I don't know. Uh, really? I never actually saw the I
2: don't know. I, I That's the only thing I remember about that show.
1: Well, what is... Before we get started, the MST... MST oh, geez, I can't even talk today. MST3K is one of the few shows you and I had in common. In fact, one of two I can think of at the top of my head. Yep. This one and Red, Red Dwarf. Dwarf. So yep. what is... I probably asked you, and we probably had this conversation, but for the sake of the show, what is your experience with MST3K?
2: MST3K came out on Comedy... The Comedy Channel. It wasn't Comedy Central.
1: We didn't have cable until Comedy Central. So it was all Comedy Central for me. I
2: didn't have comedy. I didn't have any kind of cable until I went to college. And I was a freshman in college. And you know how uh, you don't always have a TV in your dorm room. I didn't have a TV in my dorm room freshman year. Um, Or if I did, it was really small. But we had a common room with a common TV room with big, comfortable couches. So, you know, if you want to watch it on a comfortable couch instead of laying on your bed in a cramped little room, you know, you'd go in the in the common area and sit on a couch and eat, you know, popcorn and, and watch it. And it would come on on Saturday mornings. So instead of, like, watching cartoons, of course, because there really weren't any by that time, that were any good uh we would actually sit down and watch mst3k and it was actually something that was a big bonding thing for all the freshmen because uh, it was all freshmen in the dorm and so all of us girls would sit there in our pajamas no pillow tickle fighting chris sorry to <laughs> disappoint you um and we'd sit there and and you know watch watch mst3k in our pajamas especially during the winter because you really couldn't go outside so that that's how my I have really fond memories of that, watching it on in the dorm.
1: Oh, okay. My I was introduced to the show by a friend's girlfriend who had cable and loved the show and wanted us to see it. And we watched it a video tape of it that she had, much like the whole keep circulating the tapes thing that they always put at the end of the credits. Uh-huh. And we still didn't have we didn't have cable at my house at the time I saw this, but once we did, I. I guess I always had the show in the back of my head of having that watching that one viewing, and then when I stumbled on it, I remembered how much I enjoyed it, and just watched it from then, like just kept watching it every week. And then when we got to the new seasons, when they were brand new shows, even though Comedy Central advertised them as their like a pri- they one of their primetime shows for Saturday night, like you said, they'd show it Saturday morning. Yep. So me and my friends that lived in town that watched it all came to my parents' house. We watched MST3K every morning, then went to the local diner, had breakfast. It became a it became quite a thing for quite a few years. And then I guess from there, um, I do remember seeing the last Joel episode. I remember seeing the first couple Mike episodes, but I guess that's about when I left the country for a little while and kind of... Well, I didn't lose touch with it. I just couldn't get it where I lived, and didn't get to catch up on it till years, quite a few years later. And even the uh, what is it, Um, uh, KTMA episodes, the local ones, the Minnesota ones he did. Even got to Mm -hmm. see those. So I saw. I'm not going to say I've seen absolutely everything that they've done, but I've I've seen a lot, and I've tried to see what everything I can get my hands on, at least on the internet. So it's getting easier every year to catch up on things like this. So
2: I loved the show so much that I think my sophomore year of college, we had this thing called J term, January term at uh, short term. And it was always encouraged in for the month of January that students would go and get internships or if they wanted to stay on property, they could take, they could take classes like limited, like almost like summer school, but only a month. Um, and I remember sending an email to best brains, in minnesota to ask you know to write an i wrote a i wrote a letter to them asking to be considered for an internship and unfortunately i got turned down (laughs) i got i got a letter back though that i kept for years it was on best brains letterhead that said thank you for your interest unfortunately we do only take students from minnesota because they really didn't have any place to house anybody so um i ended up not being able to, but it's so funny because we got to meet Joel Hodgson a couple years ago. Or a year last year.
1: Last year. It was uh, last last the last summer last summer.
2: Yep. Uh, I got to meet him last year. And and while you're sitting at a at a table waiting at a con for people to come up, you got a lot of time. This, and yeah. and this- I actually got to strike up a conversation with him and say, I actually applied for an internship with MST3K with Best Brains. When I was in college, but unfortunately, they were only taking people from the University of Minnesota. And he was like, Well, I would have taken you. And I was, <laughs> I just, I thought it was so funny. I wish I had, I wish I had kept it somehow over the years. I didn't keep it.
1: That was probably something you'd held on for the longest time. Oh, and then, yeah. And then, and, then finally went, real, ah. and then finally realized there's no use for this. And then like six months later, you meet Joel. I
2: think it was more than six months. <laughs> well, I think it was saying, at least five years. That's always what
1: happens to me. I hold on to stuff for years. And then the second I decide to get rid of them, like, Within months, the perfect opportunity to have kept that, whatever it is, yeah. comes up.
2: But I know I had it. Right. I know I had it.
1: So actually, I'm not going to elaborate on that because I will later. Okay. A little preview on my list. So let's go through our list. Like I said, this was just off the top of my head. I, I'm sure if I really, really took time and thought long and hard about this, or maybe not even really... That long. If I just didn't go off the top of my head, my list would be much different, which makes me think this is a subject we need re- to revisit again, which happens a lot with this show. But I thought this was the best way to approach it. First off, the memories that are fresh, that are strongest in my, my head to put them down. They all happen to be during the Joel years, though. My number five doesn't, it does have Joel in it, but it doesn't feature Joel. It features probably, my second favorite character of the entire series Mm -hmm. and that was tv's frank oh yeah this is a really short bit but i remember it like i just watched it yesterday
0: well i guess the big news around here is dr clayton forrester died passed away two three days ago you can imagine it's a little hectic what with the funeral arrangements and the business to attend to and The mole people have been a great source of strength. Wow, what happened? He was, uh, dead. I guess that's what caused it all. Um, well, you know, the upshot of all this is, I'm gonna be in charge around here from now on. (laughs) What a way to get a promotion, huh? (laughs) Oh, hi. Why don't you forge
1: ahead with this week's invention exchange, Joel? I'm going to be busy with Frank for a second. I had to look up the episode. It's episode four hundred two, the giant Gila monster. There's no more to it, but the whole he's he was dead. I guess that's what started it all. Is what stuck in my head and made me put this down as number five. What's your number five?
2: Uh, my number five is one of the first ones I saw. I remember sitting in my pajamas on the on the in the in the room watching it, and it is the crawling hand.
1: You talk about this a lot.
2: The whole story is about (laughs) a hand of an astronaut that has come from outer space and it falls from the moon. Like he got his hand cut off on the moon and it ends up like on the beach. And this guy, it's, I think it's black and white. It's, I I very, I only remember little bits and pieces of it. But um, I remember him seeing it on the beach and his girlfriend's there and she's like, come on. Let's go And I just remember going The girl, the hand The girl, the hand The girl, the hand The hand And he gets the hand And he takes it home And then he puts it in a cupboard or something And some I think it's either his mom or his landlord Or somebody opens Opens the cabinet And at some point they say Hey
1: What's that stuff? It's the nighttime coughing, aching, sneezing, stuffy head fever So you're being chased by a human hand medicine
2: I just have never forgotten that.
1: That is that's one of the first season one comedy. Yeah, one hundred six. Because yeah, it has Larry. That was yeah. Larry doing Tom Servo, and it took me a the lo- very long time to watch those episodes because I had really started watching the show when Kevin Murphy was doing Tom Servo. When you throw a a a voice change at me like that, I tend not to be able to get into it because it's not what I'm used to. Yeah. Not nothing bad about it. I just can't get into it. It took me a long time to watch those episodes and kind of get them in rotation when I was watching them regularly, but I finally did. But so, what I would say of all the Joel years, the first season are probably the ones I know the least about, but I do know that one, mainly because you've been talking about that scene for years.
2: Yeah. It still (laughs) makes me giggle to think about it.
1: Uh, My number four is kind of appropriate for the holidays. I love, well, obviously anyone that listens to... News as or Star Wars and character in particular knows we love to do Christmas specials and Christmas songs and we even did a special Last Christmas about a the worst Christmas album we've ever gotten our hands on. So I love having fun with Christmas, love fun Christmas songs. And I was gonna say I love this Christmas parody, but it's not a parody. It's a, it's an original song. It's yeah. not a parody of anything. And that is a Patrick Swayze Christmas ah, song.
2: I got that it's on from, my number it is, 3. Uh, it's a number
1: 3? Oh, okay. Open up your heart and let the
0: Patrick Swayze Christmas in. We'll gather at the road high. With our next of kin. And Santa can be our regular Saturday night thing. We'll decorate a bar stool and gather round and, and sing. Oh, let's have a Patrick's Christmas this year. Or we'll tear your throat out and kick oh. you in the air. Hold in a cam, stop it. uh, Crow, I don't know if I think this is an appropriate sentiment anymore Mm -hmm. for Christmas. Hey, what? Like a good action sequence don't belong at Christmas?
1: It's from episode 321 Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Uh, It's one of the host segments, of course. Crow writes his own Christmas carol. Uh, In 2013, Reddit and Joel Hodgson made a video with a, a. I don't know what you call it, a choir version, a choral version? Uh-huh. What, what would you call it with a choir? Choral version. Choral version of this. And he shows up in the last three seconds to say it stinks. Yeah. And then that's it. That's actually the first time I'd seen him in a long time until 2014, which we'll get into a little bit later. So, Actually, that was my number four and your number three. So we didn't do your number four, so we won't go into my number three yet. So go ahead and give me your number four.
2: My number four is... Uh, I, I first got a hold of it or got attuned to it or knew about it when I saw um, it was like a special on it, maybe a 10-year special. I'm not sure. Um, but they did a retrospective and they, they mentioned the camera. And when cameras is in, like it's going, ar- like the turtle is like holding on to a bar and it's going around.
0: That's Kathy Rigby in that suit. <laughs>
2: And the Gamera song, yeah. and I mean, Gam- all those Gamera ones were really funny to me.
0: Gamera! Gamera! Gamera is really me. Gamera is still with me,
2: we've been eating Gamera! So I always think of, of uh, my number four is episode 302, so the third season.
1: Gamera. all the gameras and the Godzilla ones i love they did the gap most of the gamma ones i think on the um the local ones if i remember right those are the ones that are still you can find on youtube I yeah think. number 302
2: was Gamera. just Gamera. Gamera. yeah the original
1: uh okay my number three now this would probably be a lot of people's Number two or number one, and rightfully so. Again, when you, th- this list was hard to do, but two and two, especially, is kind of a personal thing. And number one is just that nothing will ever be better than that for me. So, again, this is just our opinion. But my number three is the short Mr. B Natural. <laughs> you ever see that? I don't remember. Oh, you'll have to, okay. Yeah, I don't know if you know it by name, but it's it's the short that came before. War on the colossal beast. That's okay. episode 309, so it's in the third year. It was about it was it was this the character is called Mr. B Natural and it's basically the spirit of music or this music note, a B Natural brought to life every time someone needs help with music, but it, it the character's name is Mr. B Natural, but it wasn't a guy, it was a woman. It's a very Sandy Duncan Peter Pan thing going oh, on. Oh, that's weird. And that's where mm, a lot of the jokes came from.
0: Mr. B Natural, huh? Your service Evil She's evil The spirit of, music, the spirit of fun in music mm-hmm. And I've been around an awful long time mm-hmm. Knew your father idea. Hey leave my Get father out way. of this And don't be too sure I wasn't in the garden With Mr. and Mrs. Adam <laughs> You were the Why, snake you should know me The spirit of music's inside all of you uh-huh. No in I ba- In you <laughs> In all of you <laughs> Right Ooh. there Ooh. Waiting to be found Waiting to be expressed. Waiting to die. All you gotta do is to want music. <laughs> to want the fun of it. It's great. And when you do, just call on me and I'll pop right out to help you. D- no, that's okay. Generally, a- I live on this music staff. But when I get a message for help, I go off to appear before people. Is this Liberace's Especially mom? young people I when I think I can do them some good. <laughs> no, oh, I've wonderful. known an awful lot of people in my Ooh. time. Got a whale of a lot of swell stories to tell. I bet. One of the nicest about my good friend Buzz oh. Turner. The little guy I first met when he was in junior high. Mr. Well, B, you're hot. Oh. Wanna see what <laughs> happened? No. Come no. on. Let's go meet Buzz. That's
1: okay. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. The the film itself is a riot. It's not supposed to be, but it is. And having them riff on it's one of their best shorts. I think ever and better
2: than the phantom creeps
1: oh yeah oh yeah yeah it's much better okay um she i don't even know how to describe it but the 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 story and i'll probably throw a clip in here to describe it but it's it's about it's about 15 16 minutes long i'll maybe i'll post it on our facebook page the link to it but she shows up to help this kid called buzz trainer who wants to play the trumpet and it's i, I i'm not describing it and just giving it enough justice in my description. But we'll, you and I have to watch it after this. Okay. It is one of the most ridiculous things ever been filmed and just perfect MST 3K fodder. And I think, I might be wrong, but I think I had read somewhere that rift did it at 1.2. Maybe on one of those Fathom events. I could be completely wrong. They yeah. might not have. But Mr. B. Natural, look it up. Look If you haven't seen it, look up MST 3K, Mr. B. Natural on YouTube and you won't be disappointed. So I'll go to my number two. This is where we skip over because you already said your number three. Yeah. Unless you had to add something about Patrick's crazy Christmas.
2: No, that is just one of the I, I still love to hear it. Okay. I have it on a, a CD somewhere.
1: <laughs> I had the play Misty for me video cassette. When you used to be able to uh, buy stuff through their newsletter. Oh uh, you sign up for their newsletter yeah. and you'd get that photocopied thing every month and yeah. you'd order stuff and I ordered I had a I bought the t-shirt I bought the bumper sticker set, which had Hakiba, I'm huge, and I think movie sign. Huh? And I bought the Play Misty for me videotape. And I think I had like a, I want to say I had a little metal something like a keychain or maybe, I don't think it was a bottle opener. I don't remember what it was. It wasn't, at one point you could get a little tiny Tom Servo and you could also get that with the DVD set, neither of which I got ever, which is unfortunate. But I was a member of the, were you a of the fan club?
2: I don't think I was. Oh, was free. Should, Just, yeah. I think the only reason I wasn't was because I was going back and forth to school. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And I didn't want to have to forward my mail right. all the time.
1: Right. Okay, well, okay, my number two. Now, this might be a little out of the realm of the subject, the core of the subject, but it's I'm taking a lead from Dave who started this series, and it's anything that they were involved in. And for me it was meeting Joel Hodgson last year, like you had discussed yeah. earlier, you had mentioned earlier. Not only meeting him, I mean, there's chances to meet we've, a lot of people at a lot of conventions, but we were guests at the convention. He was a guest at a convention. It was a very slow convention, and we were right next to each other, or across from we're each like other. We
2: like, we could see that. I'm we were across day. from each
1: other. We were like 10 feet away from each other. He was at the end of his row, we were at the end of our row. We had way more time with him than you would if you were waiting in line for an autograph. Oh, yeah. And we were talking to him all weekend. And a, not only a dream come true for me to meet him, but we had, I had made a Artmore piece based on the Gizmonic's jumpsuit. And I was going to pay for his autograph to sign it. And I brought it over to him and it started this whole discussion about art. Not only do I get to meet Joel Hodgson, but him and I are talking about art and craftsmanship, which was an incredible dream come true for me. Then he ends up signing it, and when the convention attendant goes to charge us, he immediately stops her. Absolutely do not charge them. It's for their charity. And not only was I already blown away by that, but then after we had sold the piece, for it was the second highest price we've ever gotten for a piece, yeah. we were able to send a message through another friend of ours, through Derek, from NeoZaz, who was working in convention Joel was at. He was able to get with him with joel and tell him remind him about the piece and the autograph and tell him how much it went for and by derek's account which i have no reason not to believe by any means he was absolutely thrilled with the results and very happy to have contributed
2: yeah he was very he was you know i don't know if i was i don't know because i was at that convention one extra day than you Because I started, I loaded in and and had the table the first day because you needed to work. And so I'm standing there at the table looking at two of my icons growing up (laughs) and Joel Hodgson right next to Aaron Gray. Oh, right, yeah. (laughs) And I'm sitting there going, holy crap. I am, wow, I, I, you know, Joel got me through freshman year. And then Aaron Gray, of course, you know. Between between you know Buck Rogers and Starman, I'm like I know this woman is like amazing and Silver Spoons. I mean, this woman's amazing, and and I I. St- I was like, you know what? They're just people like anybody else. So I walked up to them and started talking to them. Yep. And I, at one point, Erin Gray was teaching me Tai Chi. <laughs> she
1: was. Yep. It was pretty to my friend's surprise. I <laughs> was hanging out with my friends, walking around, looking at the convention floor, and then, wondering what you're doing and seeing you and Erin <laughs> really? Gray working out in the middle of the convention floor.
2: And then there was some... Oh, I can't remember the lady that was on the other side of her.
1: Oh, uh, it was the, the Asian woman. Kelly... Uh, not Kelly. Kelly who? who. It was Kelly Who. Okay. Kelly Who, oh.
2: Kelly who was there. And I'm like
1: from hawaii right yeah. yeah and
2: so i was like
1: like you if people don't already so
2: know so i was like i text my girlfriend who went to kamehameha which is the major like school there and i'm like hey do you know kelly who and she's like oh my god i interviewed her once and i was like mm, there's my in so i walked up to her and i was like hi my friend Maha Lenny uh interviewed you uh for for you know the news one time she's like oh tell her hi <laughs> We had like a whole conversation. I'm like, yeah, I'm from Hawaii too. And it was really fun. I was like that whole wall. I have talked to that whole wall. (laughs) The only person. And there was one other person I talked to. I talked to uh, the dude from Buffy. That was a little intimidating.
1: Who? Which one? The
2: guy who keeps getting arrested. Oh, really? (laughs) Xander. Xander keeps getting arrested. And then there was, oh, oh, the guy that played on Sherlock.
1: No, I don't know the you, guy that pl- you're talking oh. to pe- about. People, I don't know. now. we're talking about uh, mst 3K here. Yes,
2: I know. <laughs> but it was it was a fun. But it was it, I think the 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 epitome of of amazement that I had over that whole that whole experience was meeting yeah. Joel.
1: Oh, absolutely, As, yeah. And, yeah. And,
2: and just to see you meeting him, that I just kind of when you came in and you could talk to him, I just kind of stood back and watched. And it was right. it was really cool to see you meet somebody that you you yep. had admired someone and
1: it was really strange having the this, this is the second time that's happened to me is where someone i want to meet ends up striking up a conversation with me based on something i'm showing them i mean i mean i'm sure that's not unusual it's just unusual for me but yeah. talking to but talking to Joel about it meant more than
2: anything probably
1: else. anybody I would talk to so all right does that leave
2: I'm on my oh, number, you're number two. two
1: yes okay that's right
2: Mine number two actually has your short that starts it, episode 309, The Amazing Colossal Man.
1: No, that's the first. No, mine was War of the Colossal Beast. Oh, so okay. this is So that was the sequel to Amazing Colossal Man.
2: Amazing Colossal Man is pretty freaking funny. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah. And especially- oh,
1: the whole episode? Yeah. The whole episode, there's a line in there that was almost on this list until I remembered that I could put Meeting Joel on my list and it got bumped off.
0: I just don't want to grow anymore.
1: I'm a Toys R Us kid. I don't want to grow any I'm a Toys R Us kid. That's the one, yep. Is, <laughs> that's the one. It yep. is
2: it is the best. And especially when it gets weird toward the end where he starts to like become a skeleton or no, like that's, a zombie. You're
1: our, you're confusing the two movies now. What? War of the Colossal Beast is where he's half zombified. Oh. The if I remember correctly, the Amazing Colossal Man he falls in off a cliff into the ocean. And then oh. War of the Colossal Beast picks up from there.
2: Okay, so that's when he starts movies. to become a zombie. Okay. No, he doesn't.
1: Have, yeah, he is kind of like a like yeah.
2: degraded. Yeah, he's got like half
1: a skull face and he doesn't yeah. talk anymore. Yeah, you're combining oh. the two movies.
2: Oh, okay. I like them both. But that's but okay. okay. Definitely the first one. Amazing close. Cool the Oscar. whole episode.
1: Yes. Okay. All right. My number one. It's another segment. I don't have whole episodes yet. In fact, I could probably go back and do entire episodes. And, um, Oh, I'm already thinking of that. Okay, let me get off that. Mine is a segment. It's from the second season, 205. Again, another Tom Servo moment. Kevin Murphy. It's possibly Kevin Murphy's greatest performance ever. It's the greatest song MST3K's ever done. And it is from episode, I said, 205, Catalina Caper, Creepy Girl.
0: Wagner Wagner's a total jerk. Second only to Tommy Kirk. Would you find it in your heart to love a bot like me? That fishy story you tell always makes me sleepy. But that's just what I get for dating a girl that's creepy, my creepy girl. Oh, C is for that feeling of uncertainty for not quite knowing what ethnic group you're from. R is for the gifts you give me every time you smile. The first D is for, uh, well, I don't really know, but the second E is really a grammatical thing, because otherwise it would be Creepy girl. And where would that leave us? The P is definitely not for platonic. And why? Because I love you. Me ah, I remember that!
1: That is, I remember, this was before we started watching, actually I think this might be, yeah, it was before we started getting together in the mornings, because it was like we had gotten cable and we were catching up, and I was taping things, because, taping them, whatnot, we were catching up at my friend Rob's house, in his basement, he had to, this is like before man caves existed, this is kind of his father's man, him and his father's man cave, and so it had the best TV, had the best sound system. We're catching up on an MS- MST3K. We're just about ready to call, kind of call it quits. We're like, okay, let's sit through the next segment. And it was Creepy Girl, and we had such a freaking laugh riot out of it. I think yeah. not only did we end up watching that episode, but we ended up watching another episode. It just like it, it just ever since that it was that is on the play Misty for me tape as well. And I remember when I got that tape, one of the first things I did was. Cassette record, like audio cassette record, yeah. that whole videotape. The first at the first place, I'd get the best play whatsoever, and then end up taking "Creepy Girl" and putting in, a, in a, just a ton of mixtapes because uh-huh. that was my favorite MST3K song. It you still played, is. you put
2: that on a mixtape for girls, didn't you?
1: "Creepy Girl"? No, I, know, no? I doubt that. Really? <laughs> I seriously, doubt I put that on there. Yeah, oh. that'd be a, a kind of a mixed message. Although true, true. I would say if they got it, if they were entertained by it, it would be a good sign.
2: I always got weird songs on my mixtapes. Okay. I didn't do
1: much mixtaping, actually.
0: Hmm.
1: That's not even remotely close to the subject we're talking about. So, Creepy Girl (laughs) is my number one song, or number one moment. And I think if I were to any kind of subject list, or if I, I, let me take that back. I think if I were to have really taken a few days and think about this list, that would I don't think number one could be beat no matter how much time I took to make this list. yeah, that is always been my favorite moment from the show. What's Whoa. yours?
2: Here my you number one is not a surprise because actually you gave it to me for Christmas one year, I think yes, I did because I wanted it so badly because I only had like fuzzy memories. It was a mic year
1: it was it was a mic episode It was yep. a mic
2: episode, but I loved it and it was uh let's see episode. Five sixteen, Alien from L.A. Yep. Kathy Ireland. Kathy Ireland. that, squeaky that little yeah. voice like this. <laughs> Before she went through elocution lessons and lowered her voice. Yeah. But the best part of it is that every single between the, the clips, it was comparing it. It was the chick flick list. Great, Nelson. Aren't you due at the Walker for that special screening of six weeks?
0: <laughs> oh,
1: bingo. Good one. There. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I went there, and there's a little sign saying it was canceled because you and your pals were there for the cousins seminar. <laughs> oh,
0: whoa, that one can leave a scar. He's crying, Mike. Well, I got him. I you got, him. got him. Zing him. Yeah, Mike, well, uh, you set your alarm for 3 a.m. so you watch irreconcilable differences. it <laughs> <laughs> Mac and Crow. <laughs> okay, all right,
2: all right, yeah. Well, when I got up to watch it, you were there crying over the end of Don't Tell Her It's Me. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, you started a support group because you were so traumatized by Dying Young. Ooh, oh, that's Campbell Scott, right? Ooh, I would
1: That's know. Tough. That's tough. <laughs> Bring it <laughs> back. One. Bring it back. Okay, okay. Well, your dream is to open a theater so you can have midnight showings of Stella.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you want to start a Herb Ross film festival. <laughs>
2: that's what really made me laugh. But then, but then I've, <laughs> since then, I've received it on DVD <laughs> and um i've watched it over and over again and just the damn movie is ridiculous between kathy ireland and that horrendous voice and billy moses and his horrible australian accent that doesn't make any sense why he's australian i don't know (laughs) um they go i think they go to the center of the earth or something i can't remember they go to rescue her father who's an archaeologist or something and it was so ridiculous, but the best part was the guys going back and forth with all the, the chick flicks that they had. and I still remember it to this day, and it was one of the best Christmas presents I've ever gotten.
1: Oh, I don't good. know where it is right now, but I- <laughs> It's probably I, on a DVD shelf. It's probably somewhere there, yeah. It's a shelf that never gets touched since the digital age. Yep. Um, well, that is it for our list, and that is our Thanksgiving Day special. Again, this is- just off the top of our head, I'm sure if we thought about it, we could even make up different subjects for it and do this again. But it is inspired by their Turkey Day Marathon, which if you don't know about it, it's all day, Thanksgiving Day, at bringbackmst3k.com. I'll be watching it on my iPad while making thanks cooking Thanksgiving Day dinner, and I'll probably have released this like at 12.01 a.m. so that it precedes it not that i don't know who would listen to this before that but just to kind of put it out there and if you don't know about their kickstarter we, we i meant to kind of elaborate on that when we started but we kind of got off subject talking about our experience with mst3k I, I can't imagine you've stumbled on this episode and don't know about this but joel hodgson has started a bring back mst3k kickstarter and it has its initial funding so we will have three new episodes of mst3k They're at $2.6 million at the time of this recording. They're trying for $5.5 million to do, I think, 10 or 12 episodes? I should have looked that up. I'm almost positive it's 12 episodes if they get to $5.5 million. Yes, it is 12 episodes if they reach $5.5 million. Interesting casting choices, as with any change. I mean, with Mike, it took me some time to get used to, so I'm sure I'll get used to this. Casting changes that they have announced for this reboot are... Jonah Ray from the Nerdist podcast as the I don't know what we would call him the uh, the, the, uh, the Frank no 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 he's the Joel character but it's I don't know what I don't know what the Joel slash Mike slash the Jonah yeah I know exactly that's what I'm saying I don't know what to call him he is It'll
2: probably
1: the, just be Jonah. the the uh, victim I guess in a sense the, the experimentee guy. the yeah. the lab rat uh, just today while recording this Felicia Day. Is being brought on as a, as a mad scientist, and they are bringing her in as a canon character. She's going to be the daughter of Doctor Forrester. Huh? I I don't want to say I don't like her. I just have not seen anything she's in I've liked. I, I don't think it's because of her. I don't game, so the guild's not. The guild never really interested me. Uh, I don't care for musicals, so <laughs> Doctor. Dr. Horrible uh, was awesome. I know. Well, that's what everyone tells me, but I just couldn't get... I couldn't get into... That's the other thing, too. I'm not saying I don't... I didn't... I I disliked them. I just couldn't get into either of those. So, I'm... Yeah, I...
2: I you I, didn't get into Legend of Neil either.
1: No, well, it's that's classic gaming, gaming right? Yeah. yeah. So, it's like, yeah, I mean... I, yeah, it's just... I don't know enough... I know who she is, but I'm not... I don't know her enough to get excited about it. But I'm right. not... It's At least they haven't brought on someone that I know I don't like. True. So... Uh, Yeah, that that, I'm not selling it well. I'm just trying to say it's like I I am excited about the fact that at least get three episodes. I would like to think they're gonna hit. I think they're gonna hit the 3.3 million, no problem. I'd like to think that they'd hit the 5.5 and get all 12, but we'll see. We'll see. Joel's definitely involved. He's the one starting this, so it's it's going to be worth seeing. I think if you're a fan, Um, I think that's that's it now. This has been kind of a shotgun structured episode, but again. I mean, it was either this or the aftermath, Halloween... Uh, no. Not Halloween, uh, Thanksgiving Day episode, no. so... I enjoyed talking about this more, so... Yeah. If you have some favorite moments we didn't mention that you think really need to be brought to our attention, please do, because like I said, this was just off the, off the top of my head. Even thinking after I wrote the list, uh, there's some stuff I know I wanted to put on there and I, I just... I couldn't. I had, to, I had to make a decision and get the show going, so... Please share that with us. We'll probably share some clips on facebook but uh until the next best of fives episode from all of us at neozaz let me say happy thanksgiving
2: and uh, from pebble's favorite toy